What if you knew your animal better than anyone else, including your vet? What if you knew where to go for information covering a variety of different topics that allow you to choose the care you would like for the furry member of the family? What if this information can be found with even more ease than ever before? Get ready to listen, share, and question what animal care used to be and where it can go. Now, here's the host of Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show, certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper. Welcome, welcome to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show. It's me, Dr. Andy, your host. I am a certified animal chiropractor, access conscious facilitator, and animal wizard. And always, I'm here to empower you to know what you know about your animal. Um, over the last week, and especially since uh, last week's show on um, separation anxiety, uh, the show has been giving me some different information. The animals have been giving me a little different information, so it's kind of shifting. And it's almost like, what would the animals like the world to know today? So that's we're going to maybe shift that question around a little bit. And what a perfect topic to um, start that question with. Um, today is Animals as Teachers, Receiving the Energy of Reiki with my special guest and, and dear friend, Callie Lair. Um, throughout this hour, I invite you to ask questions, share animal stories, and join us on this radio adventure. You can reach us in a variety of ways. You can call them in at 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, and in the U.K., 033-0001-0625. You can Skype them in at a2zen.fm. And you can chat them in at www.a2zen.fm. Um, it's now along the top red line. And choose chat room and follow the directions. Um, we have a brand new website at a2zen.fm. So much easier to navigate around, check out all the different shows and, and things we've got going on. So check that out. Um, and before we get to Callie, let's ask all of our animals to join us here um, with us on this show or any other animals that want to get some information out into the world. And everyone listening, um, let's expand out as big as the room you're in, the state you're in, the country, as big as the world, and then the universe. Awesome. Hi, Callie. Are you there? I am here. How are you today, Andy? I'm awesome. And you? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here with you. Oh, I have. I've been. I'm thrilled. I, was, I think I was up early because I was like, "Oh, Kelly's <laughs> joining me." So, Kelly is an intuitive coach, um, guided by spirit to lead her clients, animal clients, people clients, um, to peace of heart and peace of mind. Um, she has a bunch of different services with her clients worldwide. Um, and like I said, both humans and animals. Um, some of the services include various energetic modalities, including Reiki, which I think will be the biggest topic for today. Um, we have chakra balancing, animal communication, angelic con connections, coach sessions, house clearings, and more. So Callie lives here in Colorado with me. She does travel the country, teach classes and workshops. She's a motivational speaker and a certified facilitator with access. Um, you can learn more about Callie at her website, which is www.peacebypeace.net. So that's P-E-A-C-E -E by B-Y-P-E-A-C-E. -E. So peacebypeace.net. Her phone number is 303-862-5424. And you can contact her by email info at peacebypeace.net. And also Facebook. Don't forget Facebook, Peace by Peace LLC. 
awesome. We have so many questions to get through. Um, Beautiful. Yes. So let's see what we got. We got, let's start with what is Reiki. Let's just start there. Okay, perfect. So Reiki is an energetic modality that um, I actually turn to for myself. I'd like to say in my past life <laughs> I was a paralegal, which is a far cry from what I'm doing today. It's a, it's a big, big difference, but I was actually very sick for a while. And um, I was seeking something different. I didn't want to just keep taking prescription medications and things. I wanted to see what type of energy work I could turn to. And something came in the mail about Reiki, and I wasn't too, too familiar with it at the time I had heard of it, but I said, hmm, that sounds holistic. I think I'll give that a whirl. So I looked into that, and that's what actually started me on my journey with Reiki. And basically what Reiki is, is it's an energetic modality that depending on the level of the practitioner, because there are different level courses you can take, you can either share that with a person or an animal in person, or you could also share it long distance. So that enables me to work with people and or animals across the country, which is really beautiful. And one of the things I love about Reiki is that, um, especially with animals, is if there's aggressive animals, you can even share this from a short distance. It's not like your hands have to physically be on them. So I think that's one of the benefits about Reiki. And what Reiki basically does, Andy, is it's, um, I like to equate it to like an energetic clearing system. So if you have blocked energy in your body and your chi is not flowing the way it should be, if there's blocks, um, you know, energy that's stagnant or whatever, your chi can still kind of work its way around all of that, but it's not flowing as effectively and efficiently as it could be. So what Reiki does is it helps to break up some of those energetic blocks and just promote overall wellness um, on many different levels. So it could help with physical things, emotional, spiritual, mental. It can help with so many different areas in a person or animal's life. Awesome. So you found it for yourself. So how did the animal thing come about? That is a great question. So at the time, my beloved dog, Tippy, God bless her, she she has since um, passed on. Uh, she was in my life, and she was a dear, dear companion to me. And she was undergoing some physical things. She was having some heart trouble. She had an enlarged heart. And I thought, well, okay, I can share this on myself. Let me try to share it with her. And, of course, being her mom, I knew what was best for her, and I would just kind of chase her around the room, and she'd run. And I realized I was taking an approach that was not effective for animals. So what I did was I chose to learn how to share Reiki with them in a way that would contribute to them. And one of the most important things with this is to ask the animal, is it okay if I share this with you? Um, because just like people, animals have free choice. And that's something that I think a lot of people forget is that the animals have the power to choose what they want or don't want. So that was one of the crucial keys that I was not you know, paying attention to with all this. So once I learned how to work with animals on a deeper, more intimate level, you know, that started to open more and more doors. And uh, lo and behold, that's when Tippy was more open and receptive to the Reiki energy. And uh, at times, I'll be honest with you, Andy, she said no. You know, there there was a clear no. And I remember one time I was like, well, I'm your mom. I know what's best for you, though. And uh, she actually nipped my hand, not hard, but just enough to get the message across that a no means no. And that was one of the best lessons she actually taught me is to respect their choice. So that was pretty pivotal for me in my career. Yes. And and they do sometimes say no. 
Oh uh, yes. <laughs> I have it, it's I don't know how you handle it, but I'm the more and more energetic stuff I do and the more I look at the energy of everything, I'm like, All right, so how am I gonna tell the owner we're not doing any work today and they drove all the way you know, like the animal's like no. Right. Exactly, <laughs> and so it, it. I um sometimes I make um deals with them still. I'm like, all right, can we do a little of this and not any of that? And they'll be like, all right, because sometimes you also you know you have the real world there. But yes, no can very much mean no. It's so true, and, and sometimes it just means not today. You know, that's mm-hmm. one of the things I like to clarify with my clients. It's just like if I said to you, hey, you want to go out for pizza for lunch? You know, today you may be like, heck no, I just had that yesterday, and two days from now it could be, yeah, let's go. And it's the same thing with them. Sometimes they're just not in the space for it. Um, sometimes I've had, I don't know if this has happened with you, but sometimes I've had animals test me just to see if I really will listen to them. <laughs> And once they see that I will honor their choice, they're like, oh, okay, she's going to honor what's here for me. I'll work with her. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Have you had that happen too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think some take quite a lot of joy in that too. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I I always think it's funny when people don't realize that that can occur or that their animals lie to them or all this other stuff. It's so cute. (laughs) Oh, they lie. Oh, they lie. <laughs> I have one that likes to lie to me from time to time, so yes. Right. So the handsome dog in the picture, if you go to the website, is Randy. That is my dog, Randy, yes, and he has been a huge, huge teacher for me. I mean, I think every animal I work with personally is a huge teacher because out of every session I just gain more awareness or I tap into something different, and it's just so fascinating. Like I remember once um, – I was working with an animal long distance, and it was a cat, and the cat kept showing me, like, construction noise in the background. And I realized that the cat was showing me that he was picking up on the noise that was taking place in my house because there was construction outside of the house. And it's just so amazing how tapped in they are. So, you know, at first I thought, oh, he's showing me that, you know, there's construction going on out there in New Jersey. And it had nothing to do with New Jersey. It was just the cat saying, I'm aware of what's going on in your world. So that was pretty intense, too. Isn't that fun? So obviously you're, you are now talking to the animals, too. So we go from paralegal to <laughs> I'll get some energy on myself to maybe I'll see how to the – and now the animals are talking to you, too? Absolutely, yes. And what a gift that is, yes. So that kind of happened organically and naturally on its own. Um, again, I credit my dog Tippy to this because it was uh, – It was actually Christmas, um, not Christmas Eve, but it was after the holidays. And I was actually putting my ornaments away for the season and everything. I was home all alone. And as I shared earlier, Tippy was, you know, experiencing some health challenges. And at one point, she just got up off of the couch. She was in a sound, sound sleep the whole time. She came and she sat up right next to my right hip, which was interesting because that's the side I had had surgery on. Then I turned to Reiki for And she was looking at the tree. The tree at that point had no ornaments on, no lights. It it was just a bare tree. And she said, don't put the tree away yet. It was an artificial tree, obviously. She said, because it's the last time I'm going to see it. And that was the first thing I had ever heard her say. I mean, I always talked to her, you know, blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 but I never heard anything back from her. 
And we just sat there. I, I remember it so vividly. It was already dark outside. I had a big picture window in the room that I, you know, had the tree in and everything. And I was like, wow, of all messages to hear for the first time. <laughs> and sure enough, that March, she passed away. It was the last time she saw the tree, but it was one of the bo- most beautiful moments. And I really believe that was one of the gifts she wanted to impart upon me before she made you know, her transition was to reawaken that gift because I vividly remember as a child having that gift to communicate with animals and I chose to shut it down because I was laughed at and made fun of. So I made a conscious choice. I'm just going to shut this down. And uh, she reawakened that for me. How awesome. Yes. Yeah, I got goosebumps and a little teary. It was so sweet. (laughs) Yeah, my tippy girl. She's with me all the time. God bless her. Yes, and, and that's part of the reasons why I, I ask all the animals that would like to, to join us, because they are all still with us, um, be it laying behind you in the room or those that you had when you were little. They're all still absolutely. with us. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's, that's, I think, a little comforting to maybe take a look at that for yourself. That's one of the questions I'm asked, too, is, you know, what happens to them when they make, you know, their transition. And I I see something so beautiful that happens for them. I mean, they are truly, truly with us always. It's just a different form, but their energy lives on. And I even do sessions with animals that have crossed over. And it's amazing because they will share messages with people about what's going on in their life today that I would not be able to tap into. Like, I have no knowledge of that. So it's it's their way of saying, I'm still here. I'm with you. Cool. I have actually another question on that topic. Um, but we're going to go take a break real quick, and we'll come back, and we'll we'll look at do all dogs, cats, horses go to heaven? Okay, beautiful. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on AtoZen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adizen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me today with my special guest and good friend, Callie. She's an animal Reiki master and teacher and certified facilitator with Access Consciousness. You can find out more about Callie, what she does, at www.piecebypiece.net. Um, we were talking about do all dogs, horses, cats go to heaven? And we both talked about um, how they're always kind of with you. Right. Right. So 
I also tell clients when, when we have these conversations to ask them to come back to you in a different body. So do they do both things? Yes. The, this is um, I'm so happy you brought this up because I, my beloved Randy, who I just love and adore, I really, I shouldn't say believe, I know he's actually my childhood dog, Ginger, that came back to me. And, and this is a fascinating story. When I was younger, like I said, I had the gift of animal communication that I chose to shut down. And my dog, Ginger, was a big part of that. And she was everything to me. Um, as a child, I had a bit of a rough childhood. My parents divorced. Um, there was a lot of stuff going on with the family. And Ginger was my good companion. She was my best friend. And when she passed, I took that very hard. And when I was first embarking upon all of this, Reiki, you know, connecting with angels and all of that, I remember meeting with an animal communicator. And she looked at me and she said, Ginger's going to come back to you. And I was kind of like, oh, I don't know about that. You know, I, I admit I had some, you know, disbelief around all of that at the time. And she said, yes, she's going to come back to you and you're going to get her from for free and you'll get her on the streets. And I remember that very vividly for some reason. She said, you're going to get her for free and you'll find her on the streets. So fast forward to many years later, here comes Randy. And I met Randy in a shelter where I was volunteering at the time. And Randy had a lot of issues. He was very abused. He actually came from Puerto Rico. He was considered a Sato dog, which basically means they're street dogs. They roam the streets and they kind of fend for themselves. So Randy made his way from Puerto Rico up to New Jersey, which is where I lived at the time before I relocated to Colorado. And uh, when I was volunteering, it was interesting because my husband at the time said, you know, I don't care if you volunteer, but you can't bring home a dog every week. You know, he knew how I was and how attached I get to them. There was something about Randy, though, that just really spoke to me. And because of all the issues that Randy was going through, he was deemed unadoptable, and the shelter was really at their wit's end about what to do with him. So I was going to offer to adopt him and the very day I was going in to adopt him they said to me they approached me and said can you take him home and maybe work with him at home on a regular basis and then we can adopt him out because we see he starts to make improvements but then you're gone for a week because I was only there once a week and he'll kind of resort right back to his old days so sure enough you know Randy came home with me and as you probably know once they're home with you that's that's it you know he he was mine <laughs> And Very often, uh, he just, yes. yeah, he just, you know, there was something about him that spoke to me. I mean, they all speak to me on some level, but there was something much deeper about Randy. And um, sure enough, you know, he kind of, you know, made his way into my heart, into my home and everything. And then he and I moved to Colorado. And I had a dream one night very vividly. And there was always something about Randy's eyes that spoke to me. I was like, these eyes look so familiar. And in the dream, I was in this desolate place. I remember I was in a house and I felt very lost and alone. And suddenly my dog Ginger came out of nowhere and came running to me. And as she was running to me, she morphed right into Randy today and Randy kind of jumped up on me. And then it all came back to me, street dog, getting him for free and everything. And that's exactly how he came into my life. And it blows me away to this day. So they can not only come back to us, but they can take on different, you know, genders, obviously. Ginger was a girl and Randy's a boy, you know. And it's just amazing how when the time is right, they can make their way back to you. Yes. And so I, I think that's also comforting to my clients. And we'll ask them to come back to you. 
Now, your pug may come back as a mastiff, or like you said, a boy may come back as a girl, so don't just discount it, but exactly. You know, Ask them to come back. So, and I think we talked about it a couple shows ago about being an infinite being. And would an infinite being be just in one place or would they be everywhere? And and can our animals just be everywhere? And, you know, come back in bodies and or not or both or how cool are they? It's so amazing. And they get it on such a much deeper level than us humans do, I think. That's been my experience anyway. Oh, they don't even look at it. They're like, yeah, I can do that. Exactly. We question it and go into <laughs> our heads and, well, well, but, and, uh, you know, and then they're like, okay, cool, yeah, let's do this. Right, yeah, and even the the passing away part of it, the significance comes from us. Exactly. Yeah, generally, you know, generally they're like, all right, cool, Um, been here, done that you know, or whatever it is for them. Sometimes it's a young dog, and sometimes it's an old dog. And You know, I mean, I had a, my tech went, was working at a different clinic, too, and she's like, oh, it was so sad. We had to put a year-and-a-half-year-old spaniel down because the owners couldn't afford the care. I don't know what was wrong with the dog. I'm like, all right, well, let's look at the dog's energy. Was she upset by it? No, but she's Probably like, oh, not. No, and, but, but it was so, she was so young. I go, yeah, animals don't really get time either. <laughs> they maybe, don't, yeah. Maybe she came and completed what she wanted to, or maybe she didn't like being a spaniel. Maybe, you know, I I didn't have the animal there to ask. Um, but, you know, it, it was it, it's us that's like, oh, only a year and a half old. Exactly. We make time significant, you know, and, and I can relate to this. I'm not trying to, you know, diminish what anybody's going through because I know when I – when Tippy passed, that was very traumatic for me. At the time, I was in a different space than I am now. But, you know, I kept saying, oh, my gosh, I only had 12 years with her. And 12 years is a long time, but most Cocker Spaniels, she was a Cocker Spaniel, lived to, like, 16. And I finally heard, you know, from my angels, they said, you know, stop counting the years and focus on the quality of time you had together. I was like, ooh, you know, and I got it. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm so grateful for the gift of the time we did have together. So, uh, yeah, and for them, they're, you know, they're in such a good space and they usually know what's happening as they're making that transition. I mean, like you said, most of the times it's the energy from the owners that they're picking up on that starts to rattle them a little bit, if anything. Yeah, if anything. Exactly, if anything at all. And nine times out of ten, they're just perfectly fine with it. They really are. They know what they're choosing. Mm Mm-hmm. How often, because I had this happen to me once, and it was so far once, right? And I think you've been doing this a little bit longer than I have, but have you come across animals that you almost have to give them the idea that they have choice, that they can leave? I do sometimes, yes. Um, And I think, again, this is a good situation, like a perfect example of how, you know, they can be picking up on their owner's energy a lot um, because they start to perceive all of that depending on what's going on. I mean, each situation is so unique, you know, but a a lot of times, you know, just saying to them, it's okay to go, go at your time, you know, and whatever you choose is okay. And a lot of times it's encouraging the owners to say that to the pet too, you know, is what helps them. Yeah, and that that could be the hardest part sometimes is getting the owner to be okay with that, you know, being in that space and allowing them to choose. 
Yeah, that that I have that conversation often, as it sounds like you do too. And you know, having and and sometimes they have to have I not I think, but you know, the owner may have to do it a few times. <laughs> they have to work up to getting to actually mean it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, a lot of them flippantly go, "Yeah, we had that conversation." I go, "Yeah, but did you mean it?" Oh no, no, they're gonna live forever. I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> that doesn't really work, you know. Like. And, and and I admit I went through that with Tippy. I kept yeah. saying to her, "It's okay, you can go, you can go." But my energy was saying something very different. It was like, "No, please stay, please stay," you know. And and there was this long battle. I mean, I had to choose to go and get assistance for her because she was to the point where she was going to drown in her own body fluid, Um, you know, and I did not want to see her go through that. And I knew, like, one day I just woke up and I knew that that was the day, you know, that I had to help her. And maybe that's what she needed to receive from me to show that I really was okay with it, that I Mm -hmm. finally meant it. So, um, you know, it's it's a hard choice, you know, and yet I want people to realize that if you have to make that choice, sometimes it is the most selfless choice. You know, it's really giving them what's in their best interest. Mm-hmm. That, that's awesome. Um, one of your other questions here um, is how how do our animals mirror us? And I've been playing with that word mirror. Um, mm-hmm. As you're familiar with and as I mentioned on the show, Gary talks about um, the animals, you know, cats tend to pick up quite a bit of entities, um, and dogs tend to do a lot of surrogacy, where they take on a lot of our um, emotions, um, behavior issues, actually illnesses. But there's something about this word mirroring that I I would love for you to talk about and 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 see what you know and what I know and and what animals are so cool about showing us. Right. So I don't know if you've had this come up. Um, I'll share something about me, again, going back to me and Tippy. Um, one of the things I was going through when I turned to Reiki, and it wasn't the reason I turned to it, but I had what was called fibromyalgia for a long time. And interestingly enough, my dog Tippy started to take on rheumatoid arthritis. Now, it's not the exact same thing, but there's a lot of similarities. And a lot of times when I'm working with animals, whether it's a cat, a dog, or whatever, I'll see, okay, owner has diabetes, and then the animal has it, mm-hmm. um, you know, or something similar to that. It could be a hearing problem um, where, you know, somebody's starting to lose their hearing, and then all of a sudden the animal starts to lose their hearing. So there's something about the energy, and I think animals are such a source of unconditional love that they just want to help us so much so they're like oh what what are you doing with that let me take that for you you know and again remembering that they're choosing this um you know because that doesn't mean that everybody who has a toothache means your dog's going to have a toothache or whatever but it's again it goes back to that power of choice and free will for them Mm -hmm. Or, or even not i think some have decided at some point that they're going to help everybody no matter what and that some of the tools of access can move them out of that because my, my standard poodle is that opposite dog. He's like, oh, that's your problem, mother. Um, exactly. And some, again, it's choice, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, but, but I think there are decisions at some point where some dogs are taking on everything from everybody and they're trying to heal everybody. And um, and they have all kinds of stuff going on. Um, I th- We have a mutual friend in common, and her dog lives in the apartment building. And there, we're constantly working with her to stop taking on everybody that comes into the darn apartment building 
Right. I know I'm who like, you're talking about. Yeah. I know you know. And I'm like, could you? And so I'm having mom tell her just, okay, good. You can keep doing that, but you need to start letting the energy go back to the earth and not keep it in your body. Exactly. So, so there is something you can tell the animal to do, because telling them to stop may or may not work in their world. Exactly. Um, have you found any other tool that works with changing that for them? You know, it, Again, it's I for me with Randy now. A lot of times, like I'll have my clients send current photos of the animals I'm working with if it's a long distance session. And it was interesting because once I found Randy, I printed out the picture and I put it down. And I come out, you know, like 20 minutes later, and there's Randy laying on top of the picture. And I could tell he was like sending healing energy to this animal. And I'm like, oh my word, he's doing my work for me, you know. But it, not that it was my work, but I mean, it was right. just amazing. And I'm, I'm like fascinated by this, and he would not budge. And I was like, okay, there's okay. something he knows he can contribute to this animal, you know. Mm-hmm. And I still worked with the animal, but it was just an amazing thing to see. So again, they, they can choose it, and it's just reminding them, you don't have to do this if you want to. Awesome. Um, you know, Randy, recently somebody reached out to me about a dog that was lost and didn't want to be caught. And I said, Randy, can you tap into the energy of this dog and just share what it's like to be a street dog, you know, versus uh-huh. having a home? And what a difference that conversation made. Yeah. And then still allowing that animal to have choice. Exactly. That other exactly. animal could go, well, I still want to find out what it's like living in the streets. Exactly. Or, or ooh, yeah, that's it. That's oh, maybe a warm bed at night would be a good idea. <laughs> oh, they can go. Yeah. Again, yeah, giving our animals choice. Let's take another quick break, and we will be right back with Callie. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on A to Zen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Hello once again, and welcome back to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio. So along with hosting this radio show, I have an animal chiropractic practice in Denver, Colorado, where I offer animal chiropractic care, laser therapy, access consciousness, body process sessions, um, and verbal processing using the access tools for behavior or personality issues with your animal. Um, 2015 is bringing tons of classes and workshops for you and your animal. Um, I have a Byers Foundation Level 1 um, happening in January. That's for the peeps. Um, 
<laughs> talk to the NTs with Cara Wright, a fellow um, certified facilitator in February. And we're looking at doing a Conscious Horse, Conscious Rider in September. Um, all of that will be up on the website, harpersridge.com. What do you have coming up, Callie? Anything? I have, um, I don't have any classes scheduled at this time. I just came back from a trip back east, so I'm working on my schedule for 2015. But I do want to share that, you know, I have my 12 days of, I call them 12 days of holiday promotions coming up. So um, that's a great time to take advantage of a lot of special offers. And if you join my email list, which you can do by going to the website, you will receive those emails. Um, Every day for 12 days, there's a different promotion available um, at a discounted price for the holidays. So if that interests you and that feels light and right, go ahead and sign up for that. And this way you can get access to all those special promotions. Awesome. And then you actually have a special promotion you sent me. Do you remember that? Yes. For people <laughs> on this call, yes. Yeah. What I'm doing, you, go ahead. You it. can share it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I just, I was like, do you remember? Because I don't remember what I send people half the time. Um, if you schedule a one hour long distance session for your animal friend, you'll save $40. Um, sessions are normally 120 with Kelly. Um, you need to schedule this by December 31st. And mention Dr. Andy. And your investment will be 80 versus the 120. They must be paid for by the 31st and completed by January 31st. Right. Plus 12 other offers. How's it getting any better than that? Exactly. So there are some offers for the animals and some for the humans as well. So a little oh, variety there. Yes. So, so let's let's talk about your business a little bit, and then I have a question from my most fabulous producer, Carol. But um, how does your business work? What can people expect? from you and piece by piece. Okay, so basically I offer a wide array of services. Um, It's funny because it started with Reiki, and I thought I was set, you know, with that, and it just keeps expanding. How does it get any better than that? Um, So basically, you know, some sessions, as you know, can be done in person, and some can be done long distance. Um, So as you mentioned earlier, I'm an access uh, certified facilitator with access. I do the body processes. Animals respond to those very beautifully, um, which is amazing amazing. Again, they get it, you know, where we kind of go into question about it more. Um, You know, as I started doing this, Andy, more and more doors just kept opening. The Reiki opened up to sharing with animals. That opened up the door to the animal communication. And then it opened up to cellular clearing and the chakra balancing. Um, And then I realized they could connect with spirit on the other side. So whether it's a human or an animal, um, you know, I have the ability to tap into their energy and share messages uh, with people, you know, with whoever, whether it's a grandmother, a beloved cat or dog. So it's amazing. And it just keeps expanding the business more and more. I, I have a coaching, you know, I can offer coaching services to people, obviously. And I help people with that end of, you know, life thing with the animals especially because that can be such an emotional time for the humans. Um, So sometimes if people know when their pet is going to be crossing over, making that transition, they ask me to hold a space because it makes the transition easier for not only the animal but also the people involved. And uh, sometimes that's not a possibility because we don't always know when they're going to make that choice. Very cool. Awesome. So tons and stu- tons and tons of stuff to choose from. Um, you can always email her at info at piecebypiece.net if you have any more questions. I did get a request to repeat the promotional information. So Callie's 
if you sign up for her newsletter, right? Right. If you go You'll to my website, piecebypiece.net, there's a link on every page, I believe, that says join our email list. You may have to scroll down to the bottom of the page a bit, but if you join the email list, um, the promotions will start going out later this week, so they haven't started yet, and uh, this way you'll gain access to whatever the deal of the day is, so to say. Yeah, and there will be 12 of those. There's going to be 12 different ones altogether, so they'll be consecutive, awesome. 12 consecutive days, right? Awesome. And then the promotion for um, the show that she's offering is a schedule a one-hour long-distance session for your animal friend and save $40. So Correct. Um, you can call Callie at 303-862-5424 or email her. Mention Dr. Andy, um, and your investment will be 80 versus the 120. You need to pay by the 31st and book by January 31st for that promotion. Right. So, I mean, if you call me on December 31st, don't feel like, oh, i got to do the session today, you know, because obviously that may not work. I mean, we may tap into your animal and he or she may say not today, so then we'll reschedule. And that's not, there's no cost to you for a situation like that, I should mention that. I mean, if they say no, no means no. Right. So we'll try again. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So you don't have to force it. Exactly. Exactly. Very nice. Awesome. So Carol typed in, do animals have emotion or just awareness and choice? Yes, that's a good question. I know, it's all yours. (laughs) (laughs) I believe they have both. Um, That's been my, well, all three really, awareness, choice, and emotion, because I have seen animals go through a grieving process. I have seen them get nerfed about things. Um, There was one animal that I was working with where I was hired to work with this particular, it was a greyhound, and a new baby was coming into the home. And this is an example of when my services can come into play, because it's getting the animal ready for that adjustment, because there's going to be a big change. It's going from, I'm the center of attention, to, oh, here comes this little crying baby, oh my gosh, you know, I'm no longer the star. So I was getting this animal ready, and, you know, it was interesting because the dog's main concern, the thing that she was most nervous about was, where am I going to sit in the car? Which totally shocked me, and she was showing me. She saw the baby seat come in, and, you know, I guess they saw them putting it in the car, and she was like, well, wait a minute, that back seat is mine, you know? (laughs) And when I shared this with the owner, she was cracking up because she said, oh, my God, that's so her. You know, she loves that back seat of the car, and I didn't even think about that. So little things that we may not even think of, you know, is could be something of grave concern to them. You know, it may seem so silly and simple to us, but to them it could have, you know, great significance. Um, and the other thing is that they have great awareness. I mean, my dog, Randy, this still amazes me, is um, a couple of years ago, I was living with um, a guy I was dating, and we were sitting on the balcony having a conversation a Sunday night, and Randy always said he he wanted a sister, he wants a sister, he wants a sister, meaning another female dog in the house. And I was like, no, now's not the time, now's not the time. Well, one Sunday night, he came running out, and he sat there in front of the two of us, and he said, I get my sister tomorrow. And I looked at him, and I'm like, there's no way you're getting your sister tomorrow. (laughs) He got her the next day. Uh-huh. He was so tapped in. He, we went to the park and somebody approached us. They, The husband was being relocated um, to Dubai for business and stuff, and they didn't want to bring their dog through all that. And he knew. 
he knew. I argued with him and said, nope, there's no way that's happening. And he just sat there and looked at us, you know, as the conversation took place. And he's like, I mm-hmm. told you. So they have great awareness. And they do. I told you so, too. Oh, yes. I like to call it the stupid human snot side. I get that a lot from my dog. Like, I told you. Oh, yes. 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 Mm. I I love it. Yeah. Um, But I I don't have, quote, unquote, the answer for this, but... Would the greyhound also be picking up on the excitement, fear, anxiety that's going on in the house? They could have absolutely been picking up on that. Absolutely. So yeah, that's, I mean, that's... let's face it, there's excitement with a new baby coming in, and there's got to be nervousness, you know. I So I'm sure the animal was picking up on all of that, too. So that's where I, I'm like, is it their emotion or is it the human's emotion? Is it you know, a 20-80 split this time, a 50-50, you know. And those are questions I just ask the people and the animal. But I don't think it's, poss- you know, ooh, what am I trying to say here? Um, we also have to determine what's theirs and what's the people's and maybe a little bit of who, the, who does that belong to. Or like you, like you got to was it was the car seat that was right. the, kind of right. the big issue for the dog. It was a no issue for the humans, which was... Very cute. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, they they absolutely, I have seen them have emotion, and sometimes they're picking up on our stuff. I know if I'm going through sadness for some reason, I notice my dog, Randy, will start to exhibit some of that. And I'm like, you don't have to take my stuff on. You know, mm-hmm. that that's up to me to have that. Um, but other times it's genuinely his sadness. He'll be missing somebody or something, and, you know, he's like, I'm sad today. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, and I, I'll say to him, is that yours or does that belong to somebody else or whatever so again it's just recognizing some of these tools which are access tools um, for Mm -hmm. people that aren't familiar with that you know is asking them questions Mm -hmm. so that they can be aware of what they're picking up on versus what's really theirs and and what's it going to take for all of us to be more aware of ourselves and our animals with total ease absolutely and everything that doesn't allow that to occur can we uncreate and destroy it all times a godzillion right wrong good bad pot pock all nine boy shorts and beyond um, so be, I literally had a conversation with a gal about her dog who she labeled him with some, I guess there's an anxiety disorder. It has a specific name for dogs. I can't remember it. I actually busted out laughing. But okay. That was just me. I'm like, is this real? She's like, oh, yes, he's been diagnosed with this. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. You know, I thought she was, you know. And I'm like, okay, so, and we, I, she never even realized how anxiety, how much anxiety she had. Yes. She did. She did. She didn't realize she was kind of more of an um, OCD. Like, um, what does OCD stand for? Obsessive. Obsessive. She, yeah, she doesn't. She thought obsessive OCD looked like you had to touch the door handle ten times before you could open the door. She never realized she obsessed, her dog obsessed. So we had this really fun conversation, and she was like, huh. (laughs) Right. So, again, you know, what's it going to take for us to be more aware of ourselves and our animals? 
Absolutely. I know I have said to Randy a few times, you should not do that. That's not good. And he'll look at me and he goes, well, but you do it. And I'm like, oh, ouch, Mm -hmm. you know. And it's like he's right, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's they show us our stuff. I mean, sometimes my dog calls me on my stuff and I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) So Thanks thanks a lot there, buddy. No, (laughs) exactly. No, but how cool really is that? That's awesome. And that you have that, that. I don't even – it is a gift, but it isn't a gift. I think everybody can do it if they play and work, play with it. Yes. Um, so, But I think if you have you have the gift of being able to play with it a lot and get it really fine-tuned, that's awesome is kind of how I And look the at most that. important thing is to relax with it because if you effort it, if you struggle and try to force it, that just creates resistance and blocks. That's been my experience anyway. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced that too, I'm sure? Yes, that or people just discount it. That they they will rattle off about what's going on, and I'm like, yeah, you don't know your animal at all. You can't communicate with them at all. I'm like, you just right. rattled off exactly what that matched the energy that the animal's giving me right now. You got this. Absolutely. So, so what can we do about this, or what can we change about this? And so I I call people on that all the time because they just discount it too. Right. Yeah, and never, we we should talk about, I know we're coming up for a break, but to really take what they say at value, and I could touch upon that a little bit after the break. Perfect. Awesome. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices on how to care for our animals based on how it has been done in the past or what others have always done. What would it look like to choose what your pet requires, which may be very different from what others would choose? By tuning into Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, you'll receive information and options you never even knew existed to improve your relationship with animals in your life. Listen to Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on atizen.fm. This is Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show with certified animal chiropractor, Dr. Andy Harper, or more well-known as the Energy Wizard. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. That's 815-880-TALK. Or in Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at adazen.fm. You can also ask a question by sending an email to drandy at harpersridge.com. Welcome, welcome. Let's look to next week, December 8th. We're here every Monday, Dr. Andy's Animal Magic Radio Show at a2zen.fm, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, 10 a.m. Pacific, Next week, December 8th, um, my dog is neurologic and chiropractic help with special guest Dr. Rachel Eakin, a fellow animal chiropractor. Um, so that will be a tad bit more scientific and it will be a lot of fun. Um, you can reach me after the show at harpersridge.com, email at drandy at harpersridge.com. Again, you can reach Callie at 303-862-5424 and email info at piecebypiece.net. Um, and as a certified animal chiropractor, I'd like to remind everyone that this information was provided for informational purposes only. It's not intended to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any illness. If you or your animal have a health concern, you are encouraged to seek the counsel 
of a veterinarian who is knowledgeable in your area of interest. All the boring stuff is out of the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, you were going to, what were you going to talk about? So one of the I things am, I like I'm, to I'm say, blind, so. that <laughs> so am I, <laughs> so it's all good, is, you know, when I get messages from animals, I repeat it exactly as it comes through. And I, I tell my students this all the time, too, is, you know, do, they have their own perception of things. So one of the things we were talking about, our mutual friend earlier, and this actually happened when I was doing a session with her and her um, dog, and her dog kept saying, talking about the bird box, the bird box, you know, and I was like, okay, she, she's got to be talking about a birdhouse. Now, if I was in my head, I would have said to the client, you know, oh, she's talking about a birdhouse, you know, because that's what made sense to me. But what actually happened is on the walk, somebody found an injured bird, went home, got a box and put the bird in the box. Um, so the animal kept talking about, you know, oh, my gosh, this bird box. We found this bird and we put it in a box. So I always tell, you know, my clients and or students to repeat things exactly as it comes through. So this is really cool, too. I had a student call me in the middle of the week last week. She's like, I have to share this amazing story with you. She was trying, you know, practicing her animal communication skills and everything. And she asked this one dog, what's your favorite thing to do? And the dog kept saying, chicken balls, chicken balls. And my my student was like, okay, what, does your mom like take, you know, chicken deli cuts or something and roll them up in a ball and toss them to you? She didn't know what to make. And she remembered me saying, say the message exactly as it comes through. Well, here again, mom started cracking up because she said every morning they go and they collect eggs from the chickens. Aww. So for the dog, you know, she sees it as their chicken balls, even though they're eggs, you know, so it's just amazing how their perception can be a little different than ours. And mm -hmm. um, even with humans, we could look at the same picture, the same portrait, and we'll all see something different that really resonates with us. So it's honoring what's there for them. Yeah, I I, I had a, it was over text, and, it, you know, a good friend, and she's like, you know, a dog's not eating, blah, 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 blah. And I, you know, tapped into the dog, and if I had, like you said, been in my head and worried about it or didn't say it or anything like that, I'm like, I go feed her in the bathroom. Uh huh. Why the dog went into the bathroom? No idea. She's like, all right. I get a message next day. Ate just fine in the bathroom. Not a clue. Wow. So it's you know, if I amazing. Was, yeah. Why? What? Huh? Who? No. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just doing it. it. Was, you know, one of those moments like I just gotta say the way it is. Or at least exactly. The way, through, the way it came through. So, again, that you know, don't. Yeah. Yeah, if you're if you're working with your animals or somebody else's animals, you know, you just kind of like blurt it out there. Um, it usually makes sense to somebody else in the room, which is really cute. It usually does, and I'll tell you some of the things I have almost held back on because I was like, oh my gosh, how is this going to come across? Have been the most significant messages for the owner so you know it's as silly as it can sound or as crazy as it can sound those are the things that you know can often shift the human's perspective with all this entirely because they get it and animals do perceive things differently than we do absolutely um, and you know you be aware of that but don't discount that you know your animal and that you are communicating with them yes um, what else? Oh, back to the 
what were you, you were saying? Because you're awesome. Um, the mirroring part and the emotional part. Um, oh, that's right, because Randy calls you on your stuff. Yes, he does. <laughs> Let's go back to Randy calling you on your stuff. You know, I, I, my poodle's very good at this too. Um, but what if you're not aware of that part, but your animal is maybe demonstrating a new behavior or a different behavior? What if you also take a look at what they might be trying to tell you in a different way? Yeah, and okay, so again, I'd like to, I'm very open and vulnerable with myself. There there was, it was about a year ago, I was walking Randy, and he literally, he would be walking, he always walks on a leash with me, and he would keep almost like looking back the whole time. I mean, it was so frustrating to walk him, Andy, and I kept saying, why do you keep looking backwards? I'm like, we're going forward, and I would yell, I would get so agitated with him or whatever, and he kept like, it was almost like he was walking back backwards, you know, going, trying to go in the opposite direction, but his legs were still going and everything. And I finally said, what is up with all of this? And he sat down and he looked at me and he does that cute little sigh that I just know, oh God, here it comes. <laughs> he goes, well, you keep focusing on the past, so I'm just showing you what you're doing. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and he was right. At that time in my life, I was very focused on something, you know, that was in my face that was showing up from the past, and I kept dwelling on it or whatever. And as soon as I let that go, he started walking normally again. So, you know, I, I don't want people to feel that they're animals that you have to, like, quote, physically hear them in order to get messages from them because they're communicating with us all the time, their body language, their mannerisms, um, you know, behaviors and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah, and where we misidentify and misapply that they're misbehaving. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And that's what even me doing this work, I was like, look at you, look at you. And he's like, no, look at you, look at you. I'm trying to show you how you could choose something different, you know. And, and that's what he was really doing, was saying, Mom, get with it. You know, it's it's like you're being silly already. Enough is enough. You dwelled on this enough. Let's move on. Yeah. How cool is that? And that's where you may need actual trainer. You may, may need to call Callie up for communication. We may need to do some body work. You know, like it, there's not maybe a one-stop shop. So Exactly. You know, what's it, what would it take for you to look at everything for your animal? Uh, Michelle typed in really quick. Uh, we're running out of time here. And she says, I talk to my animals all the time, and I hear things that they say back to me. But I always think that that's what I think they would be saying. Is it possible that I'm actually hearing what they are saying to me? How would I know the difference? It's a great question. You've that is a great question. You've got question. 30 seconds to answer. Okay, so yeah, a lot of times, you know, we can get in our own way when it's our own animal. I, I know sometimes I have to make sure I'm in a neutral space. Um, but yeah, don't discount it either. I, I wish we had a little more time to elaborate on this, but you can say, is this mine or is this, you know, is this what I'm actually hearing? Yeah, ask some more questions. Until we meet again, how much fun can you have with your animal? Thank you, Callie. Thank, Dr. Andy's animal Thank Magic you. Radio Show. Dr. Andy will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on A to Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, just how much magical fun can you have?